Better open up. Chakras. Come on. Up the throat muscles. You gotta warm up I shouldn't the do that. I'm gonna lose my voice. You know? The oh, larynx. larynx. And then the... We used to do this in theater. We used to oh, have to Barry. open this up. Really? You gotta massage the chinks. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I wish they could see us. <laughs> Y'all Literally really cannot see us right now. We're so <laughs> okay. our faces. Oh my god. Welcome, 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 listeners, to This Is We podcast. You are here for the unofficial after show of This Is Us, <laughs> where we talk everything the Pearsons, the Black Pearsons, <laughs> and Miguel. Thank you for joining <laughs> us again this Miguel. week. Miguel. If you're in the UK, we know that. We've been left behind, pretty much. Mm. We were put on pause. We were put on hold Mm-mm. because we were on, we were on as much of a hold as the show was, and then we didn't get it for two days. So we are back with the with episode seven, and my name is Alex Holmes. I am the host of Time to Talk, and I am here joined by my fellow co-hosts minus one. We miss you, Eden. Eden, yeah. I'm giving you a hug right now. I don't this know if is, you're a hugger, but just this is know the audio that hug. You. Audio hug, Eden. We miss you, man. Mm. We're doing the what? Did, what do they call it? The sister circle. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just. This is his. I feel like Alex is going to be on violence today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> on violence. Welcome to This Is We, guys. I'm joined here today by, and with. Yeah, with, is the correct English. With myself. (laughs) With myself, Toby Rachel, also the host of the Yellow Cop podcast. Definitely missing Eden, because I feel like his intellect, I bounce off of that. And um, apologies, guys. I started to feel unwell, started to lose my voice in the last hour or so. But I'm still going to talk the thing. I'm still going to talk the thing. Yeah. That's a fact. And this is your boy, you know, the American hey. one. Okay? American hey. boy. Um, no, this is Marquista. But he's not five foot <laughs> okay. seven. Sorry. Um, this is Marquise Davon. I am the host of the Dear Reading podcast and also the Rational Anger podcast. Um, yeah, I'm chilling. I miss my Virgo brethren, Eden. You were yeah, missed. man. We miss Eden. Yeah. We, do, we do miss Eden, but I'm it sure. Is. I, I really yeah, enjoy I'm Eden. sure he'll be listening in and um, cussing me. Ad <laughs> <As he> lips <laughs> in the background. All right. I'll, t- I'll take the um, his um, position today. Mean you, mean you've typed like for Toby. What? Toby. What? We don't have to do this. You don't, Alex, you don't have to step into. Alex, you don't have to step into the ring. Listen to what I'm going to say before I take that position. I right, fine, fine. love you, Alex. Stepping to the ring. Hold uh-huh. on. Yes, but I will Hi. still take that position of being a bully. Oh. <laughs> so whatever y'all are doing, I don't know. But however, you can also follow <clears throat> Eden on social media at Eads McKenzie, but he go- prefers Eden McKenzie yep. right now. You know. So if you want to get some internalized stuff going on, make sure to follow his Instagram Absolutely. TVs, his IG TVs. He, he be dragging me. And also, he's also one third of mm-hmm. Don't Alert the Stands That's Pod, a music and culture podcast that you should all be listening to. Gang, gang. You yes. Know, you know, and follow them on Twitter. 
while y'all were fighting. It's called love. Yes. Yes. I live for it. It's so funny. I fight all of you on, a, on an equal and on an equal basis. Yeah. <laughs> like just just on a just you on a regular. You choose violence every day. It's it's incredible. I choose violence. I choose love. You know. Mm. I choose love. Mm. You know. You know what? The people that I just don't fight, I just don't care about. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm just like out here. I really want to sneeze. I'm so sorry, guys. But I feel like you guys, your reaction is going to be off if I sneeze. Oh, yeah. So, heading into the show, how have you guys been, before we get into this week's madness with this episode, um, how have you guys been anyway? Um, I'll start. I currently... I'm getting sick, but Lord have mercy, I must be healed in the morning. Um, but aside from that, in the UK, we've been in lockdown for I don't know how long. It's like we're in month two at the moment, and oh my gosh, sorry, not crying, just trying to hold in a sneeze. Um, but I am very, very happy that the sun is rising earlier and setting a little bit later. So yes. yeah, I yeah. realize that too. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh. It's okay. right. <laughs> you guys are while, trying to try not to while, cover your noses. While, while Toby is just in the corner doing what she needs to do <laughs> with her germs. Marquise? <laughs> um, I am I am doing really I'm doing really well. Besides it snowed over here, so I said this is a little ghetto, so I don't like the snow. Um however, however, um, no, I've actually been in a pretty good mood. Alex, your your event last week really centered me, so thank you for hosting that space. Context, that really dope. especially like first yeah. thing in the morning, I was yeah. just like context. Hmm. I did. Um, I host a monthly mind chat hosted by myself, but obviously sponsored by um. This is no Men of Manual, which is a men's wellness brand, and yeah, Marquis showed up to the chat that we had. It was amazing. It was morning for him. It was definitely the afternoon for us. So um, it was nice. It was a nice conversation. It was a nice intimate chat just about what's going on. When's the next one? The next one will be on March the 4th. um, And I'll share details to that in the coming weeks. It's for men only. Yeah, so, gathered. Yeah, yeah just to say. <laughs> you know, some people were out here just fit. You know, when you know when you get the the Zoom request and someone's waiting in the room and it's just like, that's not, I don't look like a, I don't look like, I don't look like a mayonnaise. I don't look like it, you know. But um, yeah, but yeah, okay. so but yeah, thank you for that. Is uh, that? No, that's a fact. I really enjoyed. Like that was a really probably one of the best ways I started my morning, mm. which was super nice. Um. Yeah, but other than that, I feel like I've been following my year of 25 kind of mantra of putting Marquise first. So it's been nice to just make decisions, whether hard or easy. Like, Marquise, are you still putting yourself first in this situation? And then are you also, like, still having consideration for other people? But am I still Mm -hmm. being good to myself through the decisions that I make? So I've just been um, sitting with that a little bit more. And, yeah, so I'm... I've been holding up to it, which has been nice and not like violating mm-hmm. that boundary. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing scenes. So, yeah. Love that. Love that. <coughs> I'm so sorry. Thank you. I'm so So, wellness poppy. Daddy. Alexander. You beat that player? Uh, 
and this beautiful camera. Know, Alex, your skin so is glowing. Much. I'm doing a really bad job at like being um, a bully. Sorry. Okay, that's the last nice thing <laughs> I said to you. I'm doing a bad job at I being mean, a like, bully. You look good, and I'm like, do you oh, see no. who the real guys? Do you see who the real victim is here? <laughs> it's me. It's me, guys. I've got to come. I've got to okay, be on well, violence because down. people will just attack me out of nowhere. Um, Alex, we yeah, don't yeah, know how yeah, you're just, doing. Just that, yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, I'm I'm actually very good. Um, it, it's been snowing here, um, and I've been doing a wellness challenge. Actually, I've been doing. I'm going to be doing 28 days. Okay, it's February. The nice, the nice short, equal month. Of okay. The year. Um, 28 days of just um, exercise, reading, meditation. Um, and just trying to cut out caffeine and added sugars and things of that nature. It's been pretty good so far. We're on day 11. Um, it's been nice. I've been really trying to work on my flexibility um, because as the sun sets on my 20s, the sun also sets on my left hip flexor. So <laughs> I am really <laughs> trying to just rectify that because I want to I wanna be a pretzel. That is my ambition in life. So um, I'm looking forward to just kind of seeing what the results are by the end of the month and actually just setting up a decent kind of um, routine as well I get excited to kind of get myself pumped and work and work out because I if you know if I'm not careful I sit in this seat all day Ooh, drag me you know, and more times I'm just Drag like me. you know what guys it's, 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 it's good all you, got, all you got to do is just set some reminders in your phone I got a, I got one of them them fitness watches yeah. things that people I started have ignoring mine says, so. my one my one says move at 8 o'clock and I'm like oh let me just get, <laughs> up and get my ass out of this chair but um, it's good um, yeah I'm, I'm kind of I'm in a good space because I'm keeping my endorphins up I'm going for walks regularly and just you know just trying to just trying to, just trying to, just trying to live well in this, in this really testing time. Mm. You know, like nobody knows. I was, I haven't having a think earlier about what it would be like to step out of this, step out into the world again. What that's going to look like, and um, you know, I can't, I can't envisage it. And it's just actually quite, um, yeah, it's quite strange mm. uh, to say the least. Mm. But otherwise, yeah, um, I'm good though. I'm good. That's good to hear. I'm happy you're good. Yeah. I was gonna ask Thank you why you want to be flexible, but I think that's a conversation for like for another podcast. We will talk. <laughs> no, no, this but is, obviously, uh, but like you know, look, I, not, this I, is I, Alex I, with three X's. Three wow. X's you know, very rude. <laughs> Certain category. There's rude. I wish I could do that. My thighs are too big to be doing no like, pretzels. Like that's my problem. Listen, mm-hmm. I, myself, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be, I want to be bendy for mm-hmm. myself, okay. For myself, okay. why can't be for anybody else? <laughs> why can't I have sovereignty over my own body, oh, no, Toby? Mm-hmm. Why must I be serving other people? Huh? Huh? I mean, everyone's got their huh? own kinks. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> good for blood flow, good for hips, sure. good for stuff. As you age, don't let it get stiff and don't use a WD forty. Just let it happen then. If you want to, don't want to stretch in your twenties. So, this is us. Let's get on with the show. How are you feeling after the break that they gave us? The involuntary, the involuntary break that they Listen. made us go on. So, where did we leave off? We 
we got to the end of episode six and we weren't really told much other than Kevin. No, Randall. Randall was leaving New Orleans <laughs> with with his um, with Beth and um, they were making their way back and they called Kevin. Kevin was speeding down the highway um, in the dark and he was stressed out trying to get to the hospital for his liability to actually go and then, you know, to see his, to see his children and whatnot. So what do we think of, what do we think of episode seven? Where do we start? Marquise, do you want to start? Cause you got your hand over okay. your mouth. Um, nah, cause I thought Alex yes, called Madison. No, not, 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 okay. not the twins. I thought you Madison. <laughs> oh, just Madison, yes. the liability. <laughs> Got it. Um, so, no, I appreciated Madison this episode. Um, and I said, oh, she's, she's, she's mm-hmm. going through it. But um, outside of just... Because I, I feel... I want to know a little bit more about mm-hmm. Madison's character. Because I'm just like, oh, why does she have the separation mm-hmm. of her family? Um, and is this why... I, I'm going to be interested to... I'll wait for predictions for that. But I'll be interested to see how she interacts with children mm. moving forward. Um, if she doesn't have like a closeness of family. However, this episode, I'm just going to do an overall. I think the writers are really getting us to feel for Kevin or are doing their best to try and get us to feel for Kevin. Mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. Um, overall, it was all right for the most part. But a lot of what I got from this episode was like unspoken needs and that's why i put in a group chat like this reminds me of legacies by nikki because yeah so when kevin young kevin and jack were in the bar together (coughs) and kevin's dad and when jack went into the bathroom to approach the coach and then he came back and then kevin had asked oh did you see any did you say anything to the coach and jack said no no like he lied Mm -hmm. to he lied to um Kevin in that space, but it reminded me of the poem by Nikki <coughs> Giovanni because in the poem Legacies, the the mother and the daughter, or the grandmother and the daughter, granddaughter, were like in conversation with each other, and she's trying to teach her how to make buns, but the little girl doesn't want to learn how to make them so she can still have this attachment to um, her grandma, <coughs> but her grandma wants her um, granddaughter to be independent. So she doesn't actually show like why she's frustrated and the little girl doesn't actually explain why she doesn't want to learn because she still wants that connection in some type type of way. But they never actually communicate their needs and like why they do what they do. And so I was like, oh, shit. Now, I'm not comparing Kevin to a black woman's work. <laughs> However, the idea of it, I was like, this is interesting to see how the lack of communication <coughs> is like, com- like they're both not saying what they want. And like what they need in the moment. And I don't know if Kevin's ever experienced like, I would love for you to be able to talk to my coach. Or he wanted to see like Jack actually defend him (coughs) rather than Jack defending him in silence. So I wonder if that plays a role in how Kevin is moving today in terms of his relationships Mm -hmm. and stuff. But it kept this idealized version of Jack in Kevin's mind. And it's making me low key get annoyed with Jack a little bit. But I I guess it's through Kevin. But that's my (coughs) quick overall feel of episode i just i shed a tear at the end yeah, yeah i shed a tear <laughs> so, at the 
Okay, so the episode was called There. Mm-hmm. And um, we what we follow Kevin trying to get to L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, LA. Um, from Vancouver, mm-hmm. um, to get to see to see to, to to support Madison in giving birth to the twins, um, and but in this kind of journey now, we kind of we get to see a bit more about his relationship with Jack, a lot that we hadn't seen and hadn't understood, um, and then in doing so, obviously we have another flashback. We have a flashback and another flashback um, yeah. to, to to Jack's childhood and how he kind of like. Um, embraced that with um with his own dad mm. and his own father now <clears throat> what did you guys think about about the about the beginning like so he <coughs> jumped in he jumped in he, you know he got the call and it was kind of a way up of the of the you know he was on set for his for his with a, to do a movie with robert de niro um he was meant to be there for a few weeks and then he's going to come back and then kind of be there for Madison. What did you guys learn about Kevin in this episode? <clears throat> With Kevin, well, the beginning of the episode was actually, we see the car crash. So if you didn't see the trailer as a viewer, you would have seen the car crash and you would have been like, oh no, and then you see the the driving license really cheeky of this is us to start with a cliffhanger but as soon as they did start with a cliffhanger i was like oh we're gonna work backwards into seeing what's going on um so i was like oh, okay this isn't gonna be what we think it is um but at the start like obviously you see kevin you know like actually doing something you know because kevin is a quitter and he quits all he does is quit jobs like he quit the money he quit that stage play for various reasons he quit the money for himself he quit he quit the stage play for randall but he is a quitter and that's something that jack had said so i was just like, oh god we're gonna see how he has to reckon with the fact that essentially he has to quit this to be all in and to be there as the title of the show <clears throat> title of the show says so i thought that this was going to be about kevin and just about kevin but I felt like this show was about just a generation, like the generational impact of fatherhood and it wasn't so linear. So it was about Jack as a father, but also about Jack as a son and Stanley Pearson as a father and how Stanley Pearson's existence impacts Jack, I'm sorry, impacts Kevin Pearson and his unborn son, because one of the boys is a son. And then I was like, this is also about Kevin as a man, a son and soon to be father. And also, it had a lot to do with Miguel as a stepfather and how Miguel was there for Kevin. I, I just, I don't think that was the first time I'd ever seen Miguel be there. And I love to pay attention to the titles of the episodes because I think they're really, really important. Um, and yeah, and also Randall actually as a paternal figure towards the end. Um, so I thought this episode was a lot about fatherhood how that looks in different shapes and you know different shapes and whatever um especially where i just saw randall be so paternal i was like this is like my dad calling me to tell me everything's gonna be okay um so that's why i thought of the beginning and how it played the beginning definitely impacted how i viewed the entire episode yeah keys yeah uh what i learned about 
Kevin specifically in this episode is I don't know how much he does for himself. I still don't think Kevin knows himself. And this is why he's an actor. Because he needs to get into other characters. Oh like, <laughs> it was a drag. <laughs> was a drag. <laughs> I, I try not to make it a drag. Because I'm just like, for him even playing this role of the actor, for him even um, talking, like his dialogue is specifically like, how do I appease my father as a child? And his dad recognizing, and Jack recognizing that in Kevin. But he still even, most of his motives is just like, what would Jack do? Mm. What would Jack do? What would Jack do? I never get to see, like, what would Kevin do? And that's the part that's kind of been bothering me about Kevin more and more. Because I'm just like, he is so ingrained in his mm. father's shadow and his legacy. I, I worry that what he, when he finds purpose in life, it's only to honor Jack Pearson and mm. be just like Jack Pearson in every way, shape, or form. So he's living up to an idea of who his father was rather than seeing like the complicated aspects of his father. And that's what's I think for me bothered me the most about this episode. Cause I was just like, I still feel like I'm not getting to know yeah. Kevin, but that's a new aspect that was brought in into like Kevin's psyche mm. and how he moves. Yeah. Like saving a guy was like, yeah. my dad's heroic. He's going to do this. So I have to also be heroic. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have to be there for the perfect birth of my twins. Like, this is all Jack. It's not him. There, there, was, a lot of, there was a lot of vulnerability from Kevin, though. You know? Um, mm -hmm. Him, even... So, you know, we at the end of episode six, we saw there was a crash, and we saw his ID on the floor. And I and when, when it got to that point in the show, because there are spoilers in this show, so if you've watched it, I would say stop now and run to the actual episode and then you know <laughs> don't do the, don't do things backwards well, why, why are you guys? listening to the after show if it's not know, after the show it? so but um so yeah so you know episode six where there was the car crash at the end um and you everybody assumed it was kevin and whatnot and then when it, i was kind of disappointed in that when i saw that it wasn't when i saw that when i my okay so he's driving down the highway yeah trying to get like miguel had just found the flight for him to get to um los angeles on time and he was driving and then he stopped off. Now, what would you guys have done? I don't know. I was actually, I was actually quite, I was yelling at Kevin because he stopped and he saw the car crash. That he saw the car swerved off the road, um, and he went to go in and help this man leave the car. And I was like, Kevin, you have two hours to get back to do what you to do what you need to do. You literally left your left your job. You're on a mission to get to somewhere else, and you're stopping half, and you're stopping part way. Anything could happen at this point. Like, what do you, what do you need, what, what are you doing, sort of thing. And I, I was conflicted because I was like, a part of me would want to go down and help, and do all of that, but at the same time, I don't know whether I don't know what I would do, thinking that I need to go and be with my wife and with my kids because half fiance. fiance. I need to go. And, <laughs> I need to go to this person, yeah, and I need to get, and I've left, and I've left the job. I'm ignoring my agent. I'm doing all these different things. So much, so much chaos is happening, and there needs to be that focus that you need to go, that you need to make the beeline to your goal. What did you guys think about that? About the choice that he made? Um, I think, I think he made the right choice, um, mm -hmm. and I think he made the choice that most people would have made. Um, when when you're faced with that situation 
I know that Kevin would be like, oh, this is what my dad would have done. But no, I think he instant instantly made the right choice. And reason being, and this was solidified when the vic the car victim. And did you guys know he's from Scandal? That's I was like, yeah, I couldn't. Like, I was like, where yeah. do I know his face from? I was um, like, oh, look, yeah. at these, look, at, look at this man. It was really good. Um, so anyway, um, that guy was just like, their birth is not the most important day of their life. Maybe it's the most important day of your life, but as a child like do you ever look at your parents like oh this is what you were doing while i was being born no because you don't remember that um and his him being there or not being there would his children how they survive the birth we'll talk about survival of birth because this is us have never given us an easy birth story ever um yeah and ever okay so that's why we're all anxious because we've never seen it anyway um Kevin can't control what would happen during the birth of his children, but he has all the control in saving this man. If he leaves this man with the car on fire, this man will die. So it's just Mm. like, whether you're there or not, your children, what will happen will happen. And it's up to being there. I think the point Mm. is that being there is not about being there for the birth, essentially, is that being there is so much more than being there for the, the, the... the sentimental things but for the important things what will happen is that he's not there for madison but he will he has all the opportunities to be there for his children because they will never know or experience Mm. him being absent during the birth absolutely yeah absolutely yeah toby toby hit that real quick it was this is his method of control but then even um I think his personal relationships aren't going to grow. Like, that's that's what that is. Like, he has a great story to tell. And I'm going to keep it a bean. If I saw that drone on the side of the road, I would have kept it pushing. <laughs> Maybe that's the American individualism in me. But I said, ah, I am. Pretend I, I didn't see that. That's crazy. You know I, think I, I think I definitely would have passed. I've been like, I need to call the police about that incident as I go. I mean, but also, but also my heart would have been like, actually. God is watching. You need to come back. But I also would have been like, but I also would have been like, nah, this 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 person. You know what I mean? Like I would have been, I would have been tearing myself up about it. Mm. So I'm also thinking like on those levels as well. But um, but go on, Marquis. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know if I'm in a rush to go see my kids be born. If I would stop on the side of the road, I'd have yeah. like whew, tunnel vision because my type of ass is Your trying to get from point A to point B. Okay. Um, but in all seriousness, as well. Um, I think in that moment too, for him to stop that, it's it's hard because I'm just like, damn, like I don't know if, and this is I think getting what, where Kevin did not prioritize um, Madison in that moment, it felt as if Randall did, mm-hmm. and that's and I'm gonna keep connecting like those backs because I feel like I don't know if that's gonna cause attention. Or what? But I'm trying to figure out like how that relationship is going to develop with Madison and the Black Pearsons specifically because she doesn't have that. Like Kate is there for her, Kevin's there for her in some regards, but I don't know how much like she's ever had that fully intimate moment because even then, like this thing with her and Kevin is still weird. Her and Kate started off on like a very shaky friendship to begin with. Like their friendship is based in jealousy. So for her to interact with Beth and Randall and be able to get that vulnerable in that moment, I'm interested to see if that will cause like attention further on or if it might cause one of those moments like 
where we were here with her and like where was Kevin at kind of situation. I don't know if that's what it's going to get to. I don't know if they're in that kind of childish kind of aspect, but I'm interested to kind of see where that may go. But yeah, so overall, I wouldn't have stopped. <laughs> um, Kevin is it's interesting because it's just where he's going to prioritize mm. things. He prioritizes ideas and I don't know if he necessarily prioritizes like realistic mm. situations. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. was, I, I found myself increasingly annoyed with him again. Cause I was thinking like how, like when he was in the car and he was talking to my guy from Scandal and it was yeah, David Rosen. Uh, yeah, yeah, Rosen. Yeah, David. And he was like, "Oh, but it was just all about it was all about his dad and not about him." You know what I mean? Like, my dad would have done this. My dad would have done this. Da, 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 da. And I know that's fair because he has an attachment there and a kind of an expectation and a and a slight, I would say, a bit of guilt there as well. But he was just always talking about his dad. I was just like, "But what about you, though?" Did you only did you only pick him up because of your dad? Mm. Or like, what would you have done if it was you? And you're right about what you said earlier, Marquis. About he doesn't know himself. He doesn't know who he who he is outside of what people expect him to be and outside of his performances. Mm. And I feel like I was annoyed. I was annoyed when he left the when he left the set. Um, Why? Because. Because it felt yeah. forced, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Or am I, I, I just, it felt, it, 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 you know what I mean? It didn't he, feel like... He took too, like, too much time you know, to think you know, about it. Okay, so you're not right, right. Randall was there, and Randall was like, Beth is going into labour. I'm not sure that I'm not I'm I I I feel like the I feel like the whole him leaving that, that set would have been completely different. Randall <laughs> like, would have not you know wouldn't have said bye to no one. They'd be like, Where's Randall at? <laughs> He's like, I'm on a plane. <laughs> you know, Kevin was you know like uh, It's like he Kevin was like what's the right thing to do yeah just freezing he fr- like he gave people a way he gave people an entry into the into him that could possibly be persuaded mm-hmm, does it make mm-hmm. any sense which then opens up you know resentment from this director that already hated him anyway yeah um and it's always gonna mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's like it's gonna be career suicide it's gonna be so many different things and you're doing this all because you want to prove something to somebody who does it, who no longer exists, mm. and this is. The... Do you think? Go on, finish. Sorry, do you think he's self-sabotaging? <sighs> self-sabotaging. On in this occasion, I might say no because he was not in control of the situation that landed on his lap, and that's why I found it interesting that a lot of this episode was in a car for multiple generations. Jack and Stanley in a car. COVID. Um, Jack and young Kevin in a car, and then Kevin. Wait, what did you say, Alex? It's like it's COVID. It's a panoramic. They have to, <laughs> they have to write that in some way to make it safe. <laughs> like it makes sense. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Oh my God. Whatever. It's still the theme they is still so there. clever. So yeah, it's it was it was about control and and losing control. So like yeah. trying to control like driving and tr- trying to control a car, you know, when you see young Jack being forced to drive by Stanley, which is just weird. And then, you know, Kevin just losing app like his driving was chaotic in comparison to like all the other um characters, whatever age they were driving, even though he's not the one that crashed. Absolute chaos with that driving. Like he was making me so nervous. Yeah, so I think yeah. on this occasion I wouldn't call it self sabotage because 
things were happening out of his control and then he was definitely out of control um i think the one thing that kevin needs to learn to control though is how he perceives his dad and it was interesting that rebecca the very pregnant mandy moore hiding her pregnancy um old rebecca was you know she's trying to tell kevin on the phone but obviously she didn't have the chance because the connection went like i know you think your dad was perfect but like what we saw in the flashback like um even jack he experienced the same thing and these piercings they have generational curses kit clearly you know, it's the generational curses for real. It's patterns, for real. That need to, it's patterns that need to be un. Patterns that need to be broken, you know. and they need to recognize it because as viewers, we're seeing it. So I need them to open their eyes and see it too. But Jack mm. literally said to Kevin in the bar, you know, when they're having that man-to-man moment, you know, like he said, that's what make parents, you know, so large in our heads. There are a million things in us all at once, and you just can't. You just get stuck even when they're long gone long gone you're just stuck with them because there's so many things to you all at once and you can't help it and you might end up just being your parent and that's what jack said about he realized that oh my god i'm being like my dad you know like pushy so pushy that my son vomits out of nervousness and then kevin had that sweet moment he was like no dad you're way better than him and it's like maybe we have to be realistic maybe jack is not better than stanley completely he wasn't abusive okay lovely yeah. we're not gonna applaud a fish for swimming <laughs> but maybe jack was like stanley and we just we, how many times have we seen the parallels and as viewers i think we have to accept that jack was just not perfect i love jack i really do and i'm not saying he's a stanley but i think the point is we have to see the parallels between those two pearsons and the big three love to romanticize jack and literally here's jack the character showing all his flaws and they're still like daddy was so perfect <laughs> um yeah. so it's just they didn't, mm-hmm. like, yeah but i want to I, I do want to shout out jack both like in this episode because i do feel like he patterned up the man yeah in the in the, in the i thought in it the, was hot in the, in the toilet <laughs> that, her, that was just like he was just like uh-uh i'm gonna be at every i'm gonna be at every match <laughs> watching you i'm gonna be at every training <laughs> And I'm going, and I want to be. I swear to God, you talk to my son. You ever call my son stupid? I swear to God, I will beat your. Look, I said, you better get in that ass. And he gave him the tissue. And I was just like, yeah. And, you know, like, I was surprised that the coach reacted in that way. But ultimately, when you're wrong, you're wrong. You know you're wrong. And if he knows he's wrong, he knows he's wrong. And, um, but I liked that. I liked that Kevin actually opened up and said what was going on mm-hmm. because there's because all everybody else could see on the outside was that he just wasn't good enough. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? But when you're told that, when you're berated, when you then, then that's what and that's what you feel and that's what you're showing, then yeah, you're going. That's what you're going to believe and that's what he was bringing up. That's what he was throwing up. He was throwing up all of that kind of those negative thoughts, those negative emotions. He's throwing that all up and. Um, yeah, but I liked that moment that he had with Jack because we never saw that. Mm-hmm. Never saw that. Yeah, and it was kind of and, and and it was good with what what he said. It's like, are you you're only here because it's football, and you're only here because you think that that's what I'm that anything that's uh, I'm good at. You know. Yeah. Um, and he just and he said a lot right. in that sentence without saying so much. Randall. Everybody shout out for Randall because Randall's the black the black child mm. and the smart one. Kate's the girl. 
Kevin. What's Kevin? Yeah, and uh, yeah, and that's why again, like mm-hmm. the writers are so annoying because it's just like, oh, Kevin's entitled. Da, da, da. We saw a little bit of entitlement at the airport. But we'll talk about that. Um, I don't. I, 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 mm-hmm. I, yeah. Once I land on this the point, TSA. we'll yeah, discuss the airport. Well, let's discuss the airport. No, no, yeah, no. but yeah, I'll like. Oh, okay, all I was gonna say is the writers make us feel sorry for Kevin, and then you see a sense of entitlement. So, did you guys not feel like he was a little bit entitled at the airport? Well, you know, I felt like if he hadn't had, if he didn't have somewhere to go, I'd actually have to meet this person. Because when you think about it, when you think about it, like he wasn't wrong. He's like, well, I don't have my ID. This is the story. The story is the truth. You're not gonna believe me. But also, Google me. I am who I am. I am who I'm saying I am. <laughs> like, I get it. I get it. But, but also, but also, you're this white man that's arrived at an airport in the middle of, pan, of a panoramic or panoramia or pan whatever, and a black woman is looking at you with her mask on, and she's looking at you saying, this, "I can't help you. This, Where is your passport and this. your ID? Like, like, what? do you honestly? Do you even think she would have known who he was? Because you know, black people watch <laughs> she, different. T- was the black were black people watching the Manny? And I don't, I don't, I don't, think, she, and I don't think she watched that Rocky Sylvester, whatever. Did I call him Rocky? No, no. <laughs> Rocky Sylvester. You're, you're right. Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. I don't think she watched that movie either. But what I loved was that it, they had a black woman, a woman who is black, <laughs> tell him. Or show him that your white privilege is not going to work here today. I just thought that was just beautiful. I just yeah, thought, I just yeah. thought, mm, sprinkle, sprinkle some irony into that. We, we don't, we don't, we don't know. It's we true. She, speak. she could have. If, if he gets there on, if he gets there on time, then I'm like, well. You know. I just want to know, Marquis, is that for him to fly without ID? Is that illegal? Because obviously in the UK we don't really have those like domestic flights. We needed a passport to get on a plane, anybody, whatever we're anybody, doing. Anybody flying to Manchester? Yeah, like no that. one's doing that. We get a train. Like UK is quite small, so like to fly like domestically, do you not need a passport? Do you need an ID? How illegal is that? Like I don't get it. Like was he? Did, did, wait, real quick. Was he back in the states? <gasps> yes. I can't oh, remember no, if he no. was actually he back in the states. Seattle. Oh yeah, to Seattle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, right, 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 right. I just had to double check. I said, okay, so he got past that. He dropped that jump. No, but you still need ID because they need to scan your ID, whether domestic or not. So, like, if okay. she lets him on, that's just hella illegal, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if this black In woman it, should risk her job for him. <laughs> but it's also, I keep getting confused because I'm just like, though, like, I sometimes I don't remember, like, when they mention, like, oh, you're rich. Like, you have these things. Do you not just own like a private, a private? Oh, like, he's not that rich. Not, but I guess they kind of. Like, Elon Musk. Yeah, but I, I was just, I was really just thinking. I'm just like, all right, if this person is rich, like, but also, I guess they did they address it. I kind of vaguely remember them addressing like, oh, well, it's a yeah. Indie so he movie, had to so let go of an assistant this. to like he had to take one for the team. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then I guess that makes sense. Then, but yeah, I'm just like. Yeah, but to answer your question, no, y'all's not getting on no John. No matter what this little ID is getting yeah. for us. That's no. the thing. Like you, 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 you stopped. You've dropped your ID or your ID's in this man's jacket or not this man's jacket on this man's body. And all it's on the stuff. floor, even. It's not even in the yeah, jacket. On the floor, yeah, yeah, it's on the floor. Yeah. yeah, it's on the floor. It's on all. The, it's, it's it's there, and now it's like, and now you can't get to where you need to get to. So I'm just like. Everything's supposed to be the way it's supposed to be, isn't it? 
But if you are if you are surrounded by chaos, chaos will follow you. <laughs> You literally, you literally left your job in chaos. The chaos is not gonna, it's not gonna stop. Like mm. the chaos is gonna continue all the way Which through. Isn't... You're trying to speed. You're almost crashing. You're doing all this stuff. You're calling four or five different people in the car. Your mind is it, and you're and you're speaking to each one of them differently. Your mind is doing a whole lot of different things, mm. like at one time, and then you're stopping to come out of the car to go and help somebody. Dropping your ID. It's like I just chaos it's chaotic it's too much it's too much yeah and this also isn't the first time that kevin i forgot the very first was that the first episode of the show yeah. kevin quits his job that's the thing the he's a quitter like, <laughs> he's not he's said, never what? gonna get work again. <laughs> the agent, when the agent was like tell me you did not walk out underneath me i'm the agent i've been like tell me it did not happen i was really hoping to see that de niro was. you know but this is making me think shielding. like, okay, if this <laughs> if this is the case, is this how we start getting Kevin to don't they got they don't yeah. they build that house? Is Kevin the architect? He he could that? be or designer. Like is, you know. Yeah, he could be. Or he at least yeah. owns the company that yeah, built the I have house. A feeling. That ultimately honors his Yeah, that the ultimately big, honors free, his dad. Yeah. So maybe this is how we get that start of Kevin is no Kevin is officially mm. blacklisted from this so maybe this was just to me it was really giving filter filler episode regardless and so i'm just like all right well maybe this is the way that we get to seeing kevin completely broken down to his like smallest form now because he no longer has a job as a actor because he he essentially shot himself Mm. in the foot with that career with that move to leave so maybe this is how we start seeing kevin actually find out who kevin is Mm. moving forward because can't put on no more masks. Yeah. No more crutches. He's been, he's been cancelled. Cancelled. Yeah. yeah. Right. Do you know something that I found quite interesting um, in this season um, is that Jack, irrespective of him just always looming over everyone's head in one way or the other, but more so Kevin, this season, the actor that plays Jack hasn't been around much. The actor that plays Jack, say his name. Milo. Ventimiglia. Okay. I just didn't want to get it wrong. (laughs) Milo has not been around much. And I think that's really, really interesting. And I hope it's deliberate because everything has been so Jack-focused that this time when Jack is mentioned, minus this episode, when Jack is mentioned, it's like we kind of have to imagine him. And it kind of places him in a, almost as a deceased actually as a deceased rather than this large living character that he's been for four seasons what do you guys think about that do you think it's deliberate that milo hasn't been i, mean, I know it's a pandemic and i get that from, but... what, you, from what you're saying actually it kind of made me think that I, it made me think of the whole of this is us up until it's ended is is one long memory right mm. when you think about it like that mm-hmm. the less and less jack becomes a base of their their kind of trauma and identity, the less and less we're going to start seeing of him. Mm. So it's going to become thinner and thinner and thinner until they have received the closure that they need mm-hmm. with him. So which which is why I kind of under, I kind of understand your point in that you're seeing less and less of him. Yes, of course we're in a panoramic, so it's a little bit different. But um, I would say that that's probably something because then 
I'm not sure if we still need to see more from Kate, but. <laughs> 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 we are, we sure. are. She's got to have a baby. I am not sure if we need to, but she has. She never. She went back to deal with her boyfriend. Mm. Randall went back home to deal with his mum. Mm. Kevin has to deal with Jack, and I think that's the that might be the last thing. And then, re- and then the last thing might be in the next season would be Rebecca dealing with Jack because she has to to marry Miguel. Exactly, she has to deal with him to marry Miguel. And so, yeah, so that's why I'm thinking it is one big memory. Mm-hmm. So that's why why it is getting thinner and thinner. And yeah, thinner. yeah. But I, I feel like there's still scope for Milo to, like, be very present. Um, and it would be... We still kind of need to... I feel like when we see Miguel and we finally find out how Miguel and Rebecca actually got back together. And I hate when people are like, mm. he messaged her on Facebook. That's that's not it. There's so much more to it. Why are you dragging me? <laughs> No, Alex, loads of when Alex says that. <laughs> loads of people say it like, and I, I love it. True, he popped up. He's lazy. But that is not DMs, how, how he. That isn't. That doesn't. Ex- everyone's just accepting that as an explanation. How did they marry? Now, who attended the wedding? Like, who was in support? But why of is that necessary or important? Did they get married in secret? I bet they got married in secret, and they were they, like, they, "Hey, I we bet, married." I bet they did. So anyway, like while that plays out, I feel like we would just see parallels between when Rebecca married Jack when they were younger because their marriage we kind of just saw them get married we accepted that they loved each other and, mm. and I just think Jack has so much more demons to fight as a young Jack you know a man that just came back from Vietnam and is trying to reckon with the fact you know he's married this rich woman we have to remember Rebecca was wealthy but are we still are, but are we are we still on that though like I feel like I feel like I feel like we had like season two, three, and four. Mm, I, I just don't think. I think there's so much more, and you know what they're like. They'll they'll be like, you think you know everything, and then there's a Nikki that pops up, you know, and oh, Nikki's coming back. Okay, I'm not gonna hold. I'm like, where it's has true. Nikki been in where the young Nikki Jack, <laughs> in the young Jack, Jack moments? <laughs> no, because he. I said. Oh Nikki yeah, yeah, exactly. Him? I was gonna say, but Nikki was quote unquote dead. But yeah, you're right. Before Vietnam, Nikki was there, so I just I just feel like there's a lot more of Jack that they can bring back, and we saw how they Nikki just popped up and storylines we just couldn't have imagined, you know, arrive. So I feel like they'll definitely my, do Nikki that. Nikki was my favorite though. Okay, what's going on with the plant? And Alex is nurturing his oh, plant sorry, right I'm, now. That's no, right. Yeah, I'm just putting, just taking out the dead, the dead leaves. Right now. In the, in the, the dead leaves. That, yeah. That's what the piercers well, need to do. They need to get rid of the, the, the dead leaves. Prune it. <laughs> They need to be pruned. Okay. I'm gonna say, yeah. Loki, uh, Loki, Nikki was my favorite just because he was like, he was just like so over it all. <laughs> like he was like, I'm old, I don't care, like I don't need to heal, like I'm done, <laughs> like my life is just slowly moving into an oblivion. And um, obviously, he went through a lot. Obviously, watching Jack go through what he went through at home and stuff, mm. and then obviously. But then, and then Jack being the hero, coming to find him in Vietnam and kind of take him home and doing all this stuff. He's just like, rest. Like, just let me just, you know what I mean? Just let me just go out, go out here and do what I got to do. And then, then he's then he's seeing Jack in Kevin. Mm. He's like, oh, you have come to save me too. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> like, I am seventy. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> out here trying to save you. Just, like, I am just very like comfortable in my caravan and my beer. Obviously, he was going. For, obviously, he was having like suicidal thoughts, wasn't he? And stuff. Mm, so, and P- a lot of PTSD. 
yeah, a lot of PTSD yeah. and stuff that wasn't that wasn't dealt with. So mm. you know, Kevin coming into his life was probably a saving grace. But yeah, um, but yeah, Jack. I mean, we're we're probably aren't we're probably gonna see, we probably will be seeing less and less of him mm. um, as 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 more and more of the story becomes more and more about the individuals and not about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? could and we? I think Toby. Toby, sorry. Toby, as in Kate's husband, yeah. said, um, yeah, I'm living up to this big three and I'm living up to this Jack that I've never met and doing all this different, all this stuff. Mm. And, you know, like they put him on this pedestal and all these different things. And it's like, yeah, you can't put somebody in a pedestal when all you're feeling is guilt. Can we appreciate Miguel just for a second? Uh, you know that I'm on the agenda of Miguel is not the villain and I, everyone is going to have to buy me chocolate and roses when we find out that Miguel is not the villain we think he is and when you all fall in love and cry for Miguel. I just thought that it was just, I just liked Miguel just, you know, being there with his laptop and his cardigan, finding flights. <laughs> Why is Alex muttering? Are you on mute or you're just muttering? <laughs> I'm just my <laughs> I just I'm, honestly I am going to be a pioneer in the Team Miguel um Team Miguel gang. And you guys are going to join this gang. Mark this timestamp this on the wall. Everyone's gonna turn around and be like, Oh my god, Miguel is the MVP and I can't believe I hated Miguel all along. I promise you that. I promise you that for free. I just felt like Miguel was finally loved and appreciated. Um this episode for the first time okay now you guys may attack me he was a fun little comic <laughs> relief not attacking i'm just also just like uh, i just i'm always just curious about like when this happened like how old were each of the pearsons in this moment because i'm just like you stepdaddy issues be different type of issue and i'm just like uh. but yeah no i i am interested he 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 felt needed this episode, and I think that's what most step parents want. And this is the moment, finally mm. a moment he got to step up um, for them in a way that he needs them. So it's interesting seeing like what we saw like four different father figures. We saw paternalistic aspects mm-hmm. like jump out of Miguel, Randall, Jack, not Jack's dad. Um, Wait, Jack's dad had a moment, a <laughs> and moment Kevin at the in start. a. He was proud of him. Yeah, because I. Yeah, no, but his dad. <laughs> his dad was proud of him because he was surprised. He said, "Oh, you made it. You made it here. Uh, oh, you made it because the alter- the alternative is to crash <laughs> and die. I had no choice but to make it. Anyway, right. Um, I hear. I hear what you're saying. I hear, I hear, I hear what you're saying about Miguel. And I think Loki, like I, I, there is a there is a small little bit of respect for Miguel. I'm just like the the jury is still out because we don't know much about him, mm-hmm. and all we know is that his own kids don't talk to him, um, and that he grew up around these kids, and now he is automatically stepping into a role of a paternal influence of his best friends. Is he though? And, and that's yes, he is. Has and he ever weird. been a paternal yes, influence to them? He's just on the no, side. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They grew up they, like you grew up around an uncle mm. or like a family friend, and you grew up around him, understanding that that is your dad's best friend. Yeah? And then your dad dies, and then years later, this man comes back into your mum's life. Mm. That you, this man that you've known as a friend, and they, and they get married. Obviously, we don't know that we don't know that gap yet. <clears throat> 
Um, it's going to be weird. It's going to be strange. And it's going to be like raised eyebrows because you're just like, yeah, you want to you wanna think of the best possible intentions, of course. You want you want that. You want to know that. But at the same time, are you thinking, okay, like, were you, were you sussing my mum out? Where have been there with my dad? Mm. Like, why don't you talk to your own kids? If you don't talk to your own kids, but you want to be a part of this family, what's all that about? Like, these are the... These, but that was a red flag exactly, for me, these are the questions. As soon as they had that exactly, dinner, I said... These are the questions that I'm asking. That, that, and the questions that I would be asking. Which is, it's not like I, I don't hate Miguel. There's nothing to hate about him. He seems like a lovable enough man. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, how do you... I want to know that story. And because the and the, the the jury that's why I said the jury's still out on that. Cause I don't know. I don't know. We don't know who he is. We just know him as the friend, and now we know him grayed up as the husband. Mm. And, that, and and that's it. There's no there's no context anywhere. So I guess it's just more ignorance than it is anything else. Um, to be honest, and that's not, that, and, and yeah, and I'm looking forward to to understanding that story because he is clearly good for Rebecca. I mean, I said I like Miguel. I'm not sure about good for Rebecca. Okay, I was, I was about. He's good for Rebecca, man. He took her out, started planting apple trees, doing all these different okay, things. Okay, had her he on the wrong medication and madness like earlier, and kind of drawing Randall out in the place. But other than that, like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just. I was gonna. What I was gonna call him out on was quite unfair. I was just gonna say, well, he didn't even spot that she was sick. But then again, who can compete with Randall? Um, speaking of Randall, oh okay. I this episode maybe it was you know made to make one emotional, but I only shed a tear when Randall appeared the the second and final time, when the phone rang and I saw it was Randall. I literally knew that something like my heart was gonna be like because first I thought oh is Randall gonna say oh Madison I'm outside <laughs> or something, but I guess geographically maybe that wasn't possible, but just Randall saying we are family. Listen, the tear that dropped from my eye. Yeah, that was the tear, and I was like, trust it. Of course, it had to be the black Pearsons to come and save the day. Always. Like, How are you saving a day that, on the that, phone? That, you know, he brought that New Orleans soul up. Oh, like the good vibes. Up. Okay, and they are they are so nice though. They so, they are so them. nice in New Orleans. So <laughs> I said, I just love them. Like I've met everybody from New Orleans, but yeah. <laughs> like I've been. Like I've been. <laughs> Like I've been, like I've even been close. I've not been close. No, I've not been near. To that but, <laughs> um, but I hear you. But I, I just, you. and I thought it was just so. It was, I think it was. It was exactly what Madison needed in that moment, and Randall wouldn't even have known the conversation she just had with the nurse, where she had indirectly talked about the fact she doesn't have family, and the only two people close to her can't be near her. One is on the way to San Diego to have her own baby through surrogacy. And the other is, the, he's God knows what he's doing. He's either in a plane or not. His phone's off. Who knows? And then to have Randall call. They are recreating the big three and it's killing me right now. I said, what? It just, it just made Wait, my who's heart. Who's recreating the big three? Um, the, um, the, the um, Kate and, yeah. Kevin, Kate. The they, babies that's are three children. at the same time. Um, Same time. Yeah, the, t- the twins and, yeah. He's, like, <laughs> He's so unimpressed. Yeah, the babies are coming at the same time. And, yeah, I just, oh, I don't know. Okay, I think Randall's saying we are family. I think it's because I tend to remember Randall's lines a lot. And at the very first episode, when Beth was like, 
Kevin's having a baby with Madison. You know Madison? And Randall was like, I know Madison Beth. She's the only friend this family has. And then for him to now say, Madison, we are family. And I think just having Randall, who is kind of like, Randall's very much part of the family, but aesthetically, we can see that he's adopted. Randall's very much part of the family. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like sometimes Randall can be an outsider. As much as they love him and they make him feel at home, like, yeah, like, because I heard Kevin say, I heard Kevin describe Kate as his twin, and I never liked that. I don't like it when Kate and I heard that this episode. So those little things made me just think about the why concept would, of family. Would you, why wouldn't you like that? That's that's the truth. It is the truth. I just it makes me feel kind of way. They're not, triplet. they're not triplets. I know, but it makes me feel kind of way when Kevin and Kate are referred to as twins. And the only time I really heard it is when Rebecca's racist mum kept saying the twins and Randall. <laughs> you know what, the yeah. twins and Randall. Okay. Like what's so that? she was so she's a racist. So yeah, so she yes, she's a racist. Yeah. And she's, you know, she's trash. But she was on the money with some stuff. Like we can't, we, we cannot lie on this one. I don't Rebecca's know. Mom, I feel kind of weird. Rebecca's mum was on the money. Basically, she remember that. Do you remember that scene? We've seen it. I think that it's been, it's been, it was circulating. I think it was, and she was like, "You can't keep referring to Randall as the twins and Randall." But that's the truth. They are the twins, and that's Randall. No. They, they, but but it's true though. They're not. They're not. They're not triplets. They aren't triplets. Like we have to be. We have. To, we have to look at it. We have to think. All right. We have to be honest with this situation. They are not triplets. You can't treat them as triplets. We can treat them as siblings. You're hurting yes. my soul here. No, but like I'm. I'm just looking at it. I'm just thinking to myself. You become. It becomes. It, it raises more questions than it does answers. Right. If you start to. If the, If he was. Then he runs up to second to primary school elementary school and then, sec- and then middle school and then secondary school whatever and then I, I've been around here <laughs> long enough to know the lingo okay I'm, cl- I'm catching yeah. on and he's like oh yeah we're triplets and they're looking at him like aren't triplets all supposed to look the same like literally race and everything like someone wants to do that it would raise more questions than it does answers mm. but then also Kate was Kate was also Kate Rebecca was also like oh um, you're going to make Kate have um, complex about her weight she's been, and whatnot, and you're gonna make Kevin only think that he has his looks to validate himself. And those three things all persisted throughout their lives. Those so what you're saying is that Rebecca's what mother saying, is a witch and she cursed them. That's what she I'm is hearing. A witch. She is a witch and she's an evil one. But also, but she, but she was telling the truth. And I feel like yes, she was. Yes, it it, it came from a it came from a racist place. Yes. Absolutely, she was racist in her in her ideologies, and you have to remember the kind of place that she was coming from, which I can understand. You know, she probably was coming from thirties America um, and whatnot. But at the same time, you said and obviously being wealthy and all these different things, like it's just a different experience. But I get it. But at the same time, there is some truth based in that. The twins and Randall. They were in the same womb together. We don't even know if Randall's born on the same day. So it's kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, yeah. I, 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 can't, I, I can't fault that. I can't fault that. It just hurts you. my feelings. That's all. It just hurts <laughs> my feelings. But that's what Toby's makes it special when Randall Toby's said. not a triplet. Oh, I've heard you. <laughs> Alex, don't be a bitch. Oh my God. Sorry. Like, <laughs> I got defensive like, for Toby. Okay, like, <laughs> I said, oh my God. Like, wow. Wow. Um, See, and this exactly. is why you get bullied. Okay. I that moment right there. That's just. Okay. All right. Okay. 
I am the oldest and the wisest in this group. And do you know what makes it what <laughs> makes hey, it Alex, that so annoying? Alex is days, eleven days older than me. Eleven, and he's doing. Mm-hmm. I'm the oldest. Eleven days, big man. I had never said this. You, Mister. You behave <laughs> Said this. <laughs> but you know what? What back to what you said about um, Randall. I felt kind of like he was going to um, step on toes with Kevin with this. Oh, really? Because now it's like... Well, that's what I was yeah. saying in the beginning. I thought that's what is going to happen yeah. in the future. Because once again, this is a moment where Randall is stepping up in a very paternalistic yeah. aspect that Kevin still asks him for, for yeah, that kind of that, thing. That. And this is another moment where Randall's words are going to eat at um, Kevin because even when y'all were talking about the grandma only referring to the looks a couple episodes ago Randall said oh so they're just letting you act they're fine mm. because of your looks mm. oh this is very this, is, this language keeps coming up all throughout this series so even then I'm just like it's gonna relegate Kevin back to like his own complex that he got but I think this is gonna we're gonna we're gonna start resenting Kevin in the next two episodes probably because he's gonna start resenting. <laughs> okay, I won't speak for all of us. I'm gonna start <laughs> resenting Kevin again because he gonna he gonna say something shady and shysty to Randall because he was on the phone with uh, Madison for so long that it might be like ah are we is it going back to this mm. out of insecurity? It's not gonna be out of a place of malice but a place of insecurity. I can see how that's gonna play out. Kevin's gonna arrive at some time in the future. And he's gonna be like, oh yeah, he's here to see his, his baby. His baby's, he might get there in time. He might have been on the, let, let on the flight. But then Madison's gonna talk about how Randall and Beth helped him, or Randall. She probably don't even say Beth, but they always do this. They always say Randall, and it's always like it's never all oh, Randall and Beth did this. It's always Randall, <gasps> and, it's, and then and then Kevin's gonna feel some kind of way because mm. Randall was there, even though he wasn't there. Kevin was busy doing other things. Trying to be there, but yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, was, Kevin was busy trying to be there. Randall just was. Like, and, I, and that's... And, and, yeah, he's he's present. present. Do you know, um, and, 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 is this and fair on Kevin to be like... But it's about so how Rand- Kevin reacts to this. Yeah. That's all. Randall was calmly on the phone and being there, even though he couldn't physically be there, right? I know it's not Kevin's fault because so much was happening and he was driving, but Kevin didn't just stay on the phone with Madison. Well, to be fair, actually, now that I think back, he did try and talk to Madison and was like, oh, they're shifting the babies now. Oh, the doctors are coming to do this now. And then I guess Kevin's... But irrespective of whose fault it is, Kevin wasn't able to even just be there on the phone because of just the chaos surrounding him. Meanwhile, Randall is like in this car with Beth and he's different. He's peaceful. As Beth said, he's lighter. And he was able to just calmly be there. He gave her space. He was just like, do you want food or anything? And then it was just like, or we can just stay. That's the thing though. (laughs) Yeah. But Kevin lives in expectation and Randall is much more present with how he handles people so there is a calmness about it and even then like did y'all watch the trailer it was like i didn't know like all right toby go ahead you can can watch it now 
She's gonna, she's gonna watch it. It was, it was like literally mm-hmm. a 10 second trailer, but like it looks like even Beth and Randall are helping her through labor. Um, in the that's next where, episode. and that's where there's gonna be, that's where there's gonna be tension. How yeah. are you there for my children's birth, and I'm not? That's where I feel that. Because now he has to go through Randall right. again to learn about Aww. how his children came. And I feel like, that is and I just feel so like that sweet. Is, I've just seen the 10 second trailer. That is just, yeah. Yeah. It's sweet, but like, it's also like, okay. Then again, you know, there's like, how many episodes are there this season? There's like 18 or 21. So there's going to be like loads. So we're only on episode eight. Like, but do you think there'll be that many this season? There's loads of episodes this season, I think. I think it's 18. Oh, I thought the I'm pandemic might half, shorten I'm, things, but I'm yeah. Not even halfway through. Gosh, when are they going to so finish like, this season? Like in two years' time. It's going to be a, it's going to be a thing. But that's what I'm saying, and I do think there's going to be some, some some conflict there. But we have to, you know. I found that this episode was slow. In that I didn't learn like. We learned a bit more about Kevin, like a bit more about Jack, but then again, we didn't learn that much. I feel like. I, was like, okay. I don't feel like we learned anything really super and like new, new. No, 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 to no, be honest, no, 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 because um, no, we knew all these things about Kevin before. I think the only thing is, I was a little surprised to see him throw up. I didn't um, really expect that amount of nervousness from him. Yeah, I could feel his tension though. Yeah, I could feel that tension all the way through. Yeah, my heart goes out to more to adolescent Kevin. Yes. Than anything. Adolescent Kevin though is a wonderful mm. actor. I will give him that. He, I do enjoy Adelaide's yeah. Kevin. He gets on my nerves. He's a prick. But in that moment, this episode, I was just like, just off of mm. acting alone, I was like, oh. Yeah. He, I feel for you. Because I know, I get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That, that kid has definitely grown as an actor. It's crazy because they literally started at what? Like, they were like nine or ten. And now they're going through puberty. That's, yeah. It's good. It's nice to see them grow like that. Um but yeah, I don't think we learned anything new and I don't think the purpose was for us to learn anything new. It was to literally go through a journey and to seek, like, see the areas that Kevin needs to address his daddy issues. It has to be addressed for him to now move on as a father. And I kind of, I hope, and this is my prediction, even though I've seen the trailer, the trailer doesn't show much. I hope Kevin misses the birth. Hear me out. I think he needs to miss the birth to realize that he needs to stop trying to be like his dad and just be himself. When he's himself, he will discover things about himself. He will discover areas where he's naturally like his dad because he is naturally like his dad in some areas. But there are other areas where he can he's just Kevin Pearson and he needs to live in the truth of who he is. And I feel like he'll be freer in that way. Yeah. And maybe acting is not really for him. <laughs> Like, maybe acting is not a passion. It's something he fell into. Oh, my God. Hear me out. So, he leaves the mask behind so he can actually build his own foundation, which is why he's doing the big... Foundations, house, boom. Got it. Yes, there we go. (laughs) Period. He's building out his own crutches for him to live on. We love to see it. And he's going to call the company... You know, like, the parallel universe we saw with with Randall, where Kevin you know, grew up to actually start the construction business with his dad that Jack really wanted to do before he died. He probably does that. I hope he does. I, I just, he needs to leave acting alone. He really does. He does. Yeah. It's not for him. The, the publicity isn't for him. I don't think he, he can use that. 
I don't think he likes. I don't think it's for him. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's, it's another crutch, as you said, monkeys mm. acting. It props him up. So yeah. It doesn't really do much for him. Okay, he's gonna learn that when he can <laughs> get on the plane next episode. Monkeys is like he's gonna learn today. He's gonna learn today because she's just it. blinking she's like, back at no. him with she's her like, well with her well turned right hair. She's like, okay, sir. She's like, okay. She's looking like she had gorilla glue on her she's head. Like, she... That is not how it works. <laughs> oh my goodness, Toby. <laughs> He was like, Google me. She's like, okay. Like, no. <laughs> She's like, I haven't got time. She's like, I'm TSA. Is that TSA? I think I got that reference right. <laughs> She's like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I learned the, the meaning of TSA from Get Out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what oh, I was like. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. TSA is. Yeah, but... Yeah. Well, so th- those are my predictions. Um, Kevin yeah. is not going to make it, and I need him to not make it so he can be his own person. He really tried to enter fatherhood like Jack Pearson, and he, from day Chaotic. one, he, he could not enter fatherhood like Jack Pearson, and that's okay. Nope. I know many men who've missed the birth of their children, not on purpose, and they're great fathers, you know. Um, so those are my predictions, and I'm going to scream if the babies are born all the three babies are born on the same day I will absolutely scream I'll be like this is us writers did you have to get telenovela on us um, yeah well, those are my predictions huh anyway, don't say that um, about my writers they don't write telenovela <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess my predictions are that there's going to be a friction with, uh, there's going to be a friction more on the part of Kevin towards Randall and Randall would just be like I don't I mean, like whatever, because I feel like Randall's come come to a place now where he just doesn't not that he, not that he doesn't care, but he's over it in certain things. Like he can just kind of I think he's kind of move as you said he's lighter and he's trying to navigate this world in just a different a different perspective of things. Mm. And he's just trying to look at the things that matter, and um, I think he's gonna be. I think he might be able to diffuse that in a way, but. Um, we'll just have to just see how Kevin handles it and I think that's what's going to be the next thing in the, over, the, over the next few episodes mm. really um, outside of that I have no idea what, 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 what these people are going to do for us you know it's going to be like I just put I just put my hands out to the writers of This Is Us for just trying to like better them and best themselves each episode and each time you know Especially in these really straining times. Well, it was hard to come yeah. off a random. Yeah, episode. it's very, it's very hard. Like, so we, we were kind of, we were deflated in a, in a sense, um, and it was kind of, and I felt like it was a bit of a breath of fresh air to kind of just have Kevin, because of yeah, because because like we had the heavy stuff of Kate, mm. the heavy stuff of Randall, and it was just kind of good to just have Kevin for a bit. Because mm. um, we still need to deal with Rebecca's illness, and I don't think anyone's ready for that. I don't think they are. Yeah, I think again that will be the. Mm. <sighs> yeah, I don't think I I don't think one of the babies are making it. Oh yeah, we forgot um, to discuss that for next yeah. episode. That's my prediction. We, we've we've toyed with that idea. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I still don't think one of them are gonna make it. Like they really gonna have a full like, um, big three mm. turnaround. Like, cause remember the original did mm. not make it. Like ah uh, one, um, but I don't know if this will be one of. I don't know if Kate's baby's not gonna make it, 
or and that's what because I have two ideas. If Kate's baby doesn't make it, then this will be the set off point of Toby and Kate separating. Mm. And then if one of Madison's babies don't make, because we don't see the uh, we don't see the girl in we the future see, yet, we, right? We do. Do see we the see twins. the twins? We see two children, but remember, seeing two children doesn't mean that the children that were in the womb of Madison are the children that we see. But we see two children, hundred percent, and they're twins. Well, they're the same age. I mean, yeah. So I don't know. I I I think one of Madison's babies might not make it. Um. Mm. But yeah, that's that's what I'm mm-hmm. gonna go with at this moment. So I just I'm wondering to see like mm-hmm. how this is gonna work um, moving forward. But like I said, I think there's gonna be friction between Randall and Kevin. I think. Um, yeah, and then we're gonna see the mm-hmm. breakdown of Kevin. That's All it. Right. I just need Kevin to grow, please, for the love of God. Well, to be fair, the man's been growing, but he could do it some more. I think the, I feel like the writers are really trying to make us love him, and it's hard. It's a process. It's a working process. Um, right. So, if we have nothing else to add, that was episode seven, titled There. Head out and let us know what you think by dropping us a message um toby what are the socials i'm so bad at socials (laughs) it's literally um this is we podcast on instagram and also the same on twitter and use the hashtag this is we podcast and we respond and we just we just love like just you guys interacting with us out here giving us ideas and theories and it's amazing because we are we started this because we needed a support group and we realize that a lot of people need the support group because a lot of people are out here watching this is us on their own and yep. that's not healthy and we need to watch it together and discuss it yep. together um so yeah that's our socials make sure you and hit us up yeah and i'm gonna open it up and just say look like we, you can you can leave us voice messages from on anchor so we've got the voice message oh, yeah. feature at the bottom of our um episode description and also you can leave us messages if you want us to read anything out on the show yes. so do just drop us any kind of notes oh, yeah any fun. notes or messages because obviously we're bouncing it off between the, the four of us um but it'd be really cool to get some insights into what you guys think mm. so if you want to just drop a message drop a note somewhere um on any of the channels that toby has just said um and obviously the voice note feature if you want to be heard yeah <laughs> um that would be great and that would mm. be amazing you can voice on instagram um, as well if you you're not well instagram with, yeah yeah as well so you can do that there too um if that's it we can round it off yeah so i've been alex holmes host of time to talk and i am a randall pearson it's Dylan k brownstan He's one of my mm-hmm. favorite people. But anyway, yes. And um, yeah, I've been on here and this is we. I've been Toby Rachel. I'm also the host of the Yellow Cop podcast. Major apologies for lack of energy on my part. Honestly, I don't know if I've got a flu or whatever. Um, but I'll be back with the energy next week. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's been me, Marquise. Yes, and this is your boy Marquise Davon on all social media. 
Um, still, Beth deserves all of the things. Also, I'm happy that Susan also got nominated yes. for Best Supporting Actress because she deserves all of the yes, things, baby. period, point blank. For what, like, for what award? Um, uh, don't get me lying because oh I'm God, a, I usually know this stuff, but I'm tired. But Sterling uh, also got... Saigo, Saigo, Golden Globe. No, it wasn't... Uh, I don't... I usually have my facts right, but right now I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, is it the screen? The, 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 the same? I don't know if it's a got nominated. Though. I just know she was. Who? Sterling got nominated. Facts. Oh, the NAACP okay. Image oh, okay. Awards is where she okay. got nominated. Okay. Period. Right. But other than that. Don't forget to also support our boy Eden yes. McKenzie, Eats McKenzie on Shout Instagram. Make sure to also follow Don't Alert the Stands because oh, and also Eden is part of like Kevin. I love Kevin's support group as this well. This is actually well, I, Eden's I episode. Spot for Kevin's support. Yeah, episode this, this, this is why this was, I'm missing Eden. So Eden, I do, I know I would love to get a voice note from you, Eden, yeah. so we can discuss it at the yeah, top of yeah. the next episode. So, <laughs> yeah. Definitely okay. missing him. So, guys, if that's all, then we're out. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Adios. Bye bye. That's your above for goodbye. I just had to wrap my people. <laughs> <laughs>